Hello and welcome back to the Centennial 38 podcast. My name is Warners. I'm Jared and we've got a special guest for you today. Uh, Devin Widick, the dev machine. Uh, it's actually have... it's actually Devin Widick. It is. It is. I just don't correct anybody. <laughs> I, oh, well, see, I've probably I correct, said this before. I correct for him. Yeah, he does it for me. <laughs> yep, yep. Well, Juan's obviously the muscle around here. Uh, but uh, you might have seen Dev on uh, DNVR podcast, uh, DNVR Rapids podcast as well. And more importantly, you know where I see Devin? Where do you see him every other week? Behind the grill, cooking those hot dogs. And then every time I come by, he generously is waiting with a cheddar hot dog for me. Oh, yeah. Cheddar jalapeno dog. I get him. I so him, uh, set them aside for, for you guys every time. Thanks, Devin. Tell us about yourself. How long have you been a Rapids fan? And uh, how long have you been part of C38? Well, let's see. Okay, so Rapids fan since day one. I have pictures of myself like on the field with the original Rapid Man and Balboa in the old uniform at the old stadium and, and all that stuff. Um, I did drop off a little bit when I was in, in college, but I came back uh, in around 2016. And then uh, season ticket member ever since, C38 ran out of the gate, and then been running the grill since then. Been around the grill ever since then. We love to hear it. So Uh, I've got a question for you, and I know this is going to be tough because we typically don't include any math segments in this podcast. But if we had to guess how many hot dogs you've cooked at the C38 tailgate, so far, math. yes, or on average, <laughs> no, just what's his to- dog, the dog per game dogs. average? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got to start there. How many dogs per game? Oh, that's a good question. Okay, so I would say, let's say an average of 300. 300 dogs per game. Okay, uh, I'm taking that down. We got 300 dogs per game. How long, how many seasons you've been working the grill? Oh, uh, let's see. So, as 2016 is when I started, so we got seven years. Am I good at math? Is that seven years? <laughs> yeah. How many home games uh, per season? 17. 17. Oh, okay. So give but, you that one week but, off. Do you think you've taken yeah. one game off per? I would say I average I miss like a game a year. What a is, game a year. <laughs> what is yeah. your attendance? I missed one this year. Uh, he has not missed one. Attendance. Uh, speaking of attendance, there, there's, got, there's got to be a Rapids fan out there who's had 100% attendance. And I don't mean... Like all the Rapids games, <laughs> I mean they've gone to every single game in a possible season, at least in the regular season. Oh, I did it uh, last year, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. home games, yeah. But do you think there's oh, oh. A, a open call to anyone out in C thirty eight if you've done a whole hundred percent? Uh, you know, like in school, like home and away. Yeah, home and away. 100% oh man, season. I don't know. If you go to every Maybe. Rapids game, that's fifty percent. You've been to fifty percent of Rapids games. Maybe like games. Eric Stinson, who gets who like works for Southwest or something like that. Yeah, so it's got to be some airport. Somebody with dude. frequent flyer miles. I have a number on those hot dogs, and this is a rough estimate, but thirty three thousand six hundred total dogs and counting, uh, and, and, and counting, yeah, and yeah. counting. <laughs> so pretty incredible. And uh, Devin, I, I think that's awesome that that only maybe miss a, a, a single game in a year maybe uh what drives you like what what motivates you to do that week in and week out because it's really that's that's so much commitment that's a that's a good question and i ask that of myself all the time <laughs> <laughs> why am i here <laughs> um I, I don't know i i just really uh enjoy being at the tailgate in particular yeah i like that feeling of community with everyone i mean it's um, unbeaten for a reason yeah, right <laughs> so I, I mean i it, i get to make everybody have uh, a great time um at the tailgate it makes a big difference i get the i get people coming up and talking about how awesome it is all the time and i just i want to be part of something that makes the rapids be that uh that fun experience when they aren't always on the pitch <laughs> <laughs> yeah the three hours prior to kickoff sometimes Quite often, the best the best three hours of the yeah, night. Yeah, I mean, that is the match day experience at this point. I remember coming in at the home opener. Uh, you know, we just lost 4-0 to, to Seattle. I was real down about it. And there's part of me that was like, you know, there is a chance that uh, that this game is going to go to shit. So I'm going to just enjoy it, right? And there's, there's there, there comes a moment <laughs> during bad seasons where – you kind of just have to like really embrace the tailgate, you know what I mean? And uh, ever since I started going, at least the tailgate has gotten a lot better. 
Uh, we've upped our game like every single season uh, from live music. It used to be last year was like what live music every like for seven games. Now we have like live live, game, music, live music almost game. every game. Twelve so. bucks best value in sports. Yeah, and, and you know what? We don't charge any more when good teams come to town. <laughs> Not yet. Crazy. <laughs> Not yet. I know, right? You, know, you just got to you know. wait till I have my uh, my my messy jerseys <laughs> out of the out of the trunk. Oh yeah. When when Miami comes to town, we're gonna charge them like triple. Yeah, and I'll be Maybe selling more. my ticket in the parking lot before <laughs> the game next to Juan's jersey stand. Yep. And as we mentioned, uh, a lot of big big news in the spear. Of course, Lionel Messi is coming to MLS. Who are ya? Thoughts immediately from both of you guys uh, before we talk more rapids. Uh, if you're listening to this, you probably have seen some of my hot takes on Twitter. I don't know. I don't know how this benefits the league competitively. Um, now, from a, a marketing perspective, absolutely, he's the world's biggest star, uh, possibly in all of sports, um, transcending soccer. People who don't know anything about soccer know Messi, especially after the World Cup win. Uh, massive for the profile of the league. As a Rapids fan, I don't necessarily know uh, how... You know how I'm gonna get excited about uh, how it affects us directly, but indirectly, man, I'm looking forward to some of these uh, big moments, like seeing him unveiled, seeing his first game, seeing him at the All Star game, some of the the kind of pivotal spectacle moments. Um, but uh, also gonna be interesting to see how he fits in competitively. Devin, <laughs> uh, so I think that it's a great thing to have Messi as part of the league, and. Um, it, I just don't want to be cynical about it. There's a lot of reasons why you can look at it and be like, and start to question it. Where is this money coming from? Is this going to be bad for the Rapids? Does this really make a difference for the league? And then you can make all kinds of um, Don Garber jokes if you want. <laughs> I mean, it's all out there. Um, but I feel like when I've, I've seen this league start as something almost nobody even knows it knew exists. Right. And as we add these high profile players from around the world it it opens everybody's eyes to the existence of mls and i think that um that transitions into the more people know about it the more people that are likely to end up playing there and and it eventually be ends up as a good thing for everyone mm -hmm. uh one phrase i saw being tossed around was trickle down messianomics <laughs> so uh, all the revenue being generated by Messi, of course, gets, you know, because a lot, a lot I mean, and, it, and it's very valid for anyone, for as a Rapids fan, because here I am in the beautiful state of Colorado, right? And on the schedule, there's no way this season, at least, that we play in Miami. The Rapids. Well, if we were both to make the final. Well, either of that or the Open Cup, right? Because. That would have been the one chance the Rapids had would have, would have had would have to to host Messi, right? Is Miami still in it? Miami is still uh, in it. You know that Messi fellow has a lot of hardware, but one trophy he's never won is the, the US, U.S. Open, Open Cup. Cup. Uh, but but what I want to say is like, of course, if you're a Rapids fan, you know it's hard for me as another Rapids fan to you know to electri to uh, electrify you about this move, right? Because one, we're not going to see him. He's not playing our. He doesn't play in our conference. Two, it's just a reminder of how cheap the Rapids are. How you know they'll never be in that stratosphere of player. Not not for lack of money, but for lack of you know ambition and chutzpah and gumption, right? But if you're a fan of the league, if you uh, maybe watch other games before Rapids games. <laughs> This is going to be great because you get to see uh, really, like Jared said, the spectacle. And my hope here is that if all teams, I mean, if all teams are paying for his contract, they're going to get a kickback from all those sales. So uh, a rising tide lifts all boats, hopefully in this instance. Uh, but we'll see. Pink's not my color, so I'll probably pass on one of the jerseys. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how much money is actually made because I, there are escalators in the Apple deal where oh, yeah. we clear – subscription thresholds rapids could potentially see a little bit more money now you know i think one of the reasons you bring a player like Messi in is because you want to get to those subscription numbers so i don't know how quickly we'll fly past those because you know viability comes 
there's only like two million subscribers for NFL Sunday ticket, like we've talked about before. Your, so your iPhone, every time you go to something, is gonna have a big old picture. Picture of Messi. Of Messi yeah. <laughs> you go to the store to download an app. Uh, you, you go to Apple's website. You go walk in the Apple Store. There's gonna be a giant poster of Messi. It, it's that's that's where they're gonna get those numbers. I, I said this to Devin earlier. I think within 90 days, you see Messi wearing one of those new Apple headsets for sure. Right? Really? Well, well, of course. Why not? Come on. You, the marketing deals come along with, <laughs> uh, and I think he's gonna run into plenty of those down in South Florida. I, I think uh, he will I, be the biggest name. If I'm him, I'm saying, give me the second model, second generation of these things, because the first one looks so goofy. They, they they probably got that ready for him already. Hopefully, one with a little <laughs> Adidas three stripes on it. <laughs> Because <laughs> Adidas Inter is Miami branded, get a bright pink pair. Adidas but, is know, ticking in a lot too. It will be interesting, and and you know what? Um, talk about getting value out of those uh, free MLS pass subscriptions early in the year. We're gonna have, you know, anybody that has season tickets and got in on the on the free package this year. That's quite a bit of entertainment you've gotten so far uh, with your season tickets. So great value again there. Speaking of investments, I missed out on the biggest one. And that is buying season tickets for every single Eastern Conference team <laughs> and then selling the Inter-Miami ones and paying them all off. Some of those Eastern Conference teams pay quite a bit. You look at Charlotte uh, as, you know, has been kind of the benchmark of like ridiculous ticket prices. But yep. uh, yeah, I, I imagine they're going to be baking messy prices. How in. much could the Revs possibly cost? Like $2.50 <laughs> in their range? Nobody wants to see that. They don't have a Tom Brady like draw to uh, to the Foxborough area. Yeah, no. Well, uh, I, I think no matter what, it's going to be a, a fun one. Not for the Rapids, though, as uh, of course uh, the last time we potted me and it was just me and Jared. Uh, I, you know, we we Jared tried his best to get us hyped for an open cup battle against Alt Lake. We, we try to move on <sighs> from the league, best. you know. And, and I'm one to say I will never forget that result. Those two back-to-back -back results, losing to Salt Lake back-to-back. -back. I mean, the the club made trailers, right? The club. <laughs> Went all out for these two games, and on the pitch, it, it didn't. It didn't happen. I think that that was the biggest. That that's probably the biggest blight on uh, the admit like the current, you know, the current leaderships. Out of out of all the shit that we've seen, I think losing back to back RSL games is up there. What do you guys think? Am I crazy? I imagine there's probably something if we go back and look at it, and we just have short memories right now. But I, but I, I agree. I mean, it, six, it feels real bad right now. Six zero RSL was not good in 2018. No, no. And the, what else? The, the Tim Your Howard one red card. four ten against road trip last season. That was pretty bad. Seems to stand out as particular lows. That was a that was a low for sure. I, <laughs> but I, I mean, that one was you know no one else traveled to that one, uh, besides our our, our our group of friends, right? And and whoever else was was there, you know, all the other player families, because <laughs> that's who goes on these road trips most of the time. Right. But uh, beside that, uh, this is a home game where they had been, you know, really hyping it up. I, those that three that three game road streak didn't get a trailer. You know that's what I mean? Fair. That's very true. <laughs> and so that's why I say like this was the most must win and they lost. E even more than cuz even after the Portland Timbers game, you know, after the loss, it's like damn, that stung, that hurt, right? But things looked positive. It wasn't it wasn't how it looks like now. Well, I mean, we certainly didn't get together to recap the Salt Lake games, guys. We we know what happened, mm -hmm. uh, and I, you know, during that Open Cup game, I I looked around the stadium and I it felt like the air had been sucked out of the place. <laughs> um, I really kudos like, to you for going, dude. I, 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 I it decided was an emotional not low for the dick. Um, <laughs> right. Imagine like, you know, 45 minutes after the last song of the fish concerts that, you know, that devastating of a feeling. <laughs> uh, I, I, and I, you know, we talked about you know, if we lose both, is that is that kind of the end of the season? And in a way, it, it kind of is, but it's given me a new lease on life because now we just have to. I think that there's kind of a little bit more uniform desire for change. Um, you've definitely seen some more of the voices, you know, speaking out a little bit louder in dissent to how things have been going lately. Um, and now for the rest of the season, we really, I hope, we'll get to see what we have in players 
like Bombito, like Hanya, um, some guys that need to get more minutes when the playoffs are now drifting. I mean, I've, I've said they've been drifting. They may be drifted at this point. Yes. Devin, how, how do you amp yourself for the rest of the season here? <laughs> oh, there's no amping yourself for the games itself. Beer and hot I don't dogs. think so. It's getting to even the even the most positive people, the people who are all over socials and all over Rapids coverage. Even those people who are always like, "Let's go." They even they're they're down at this point. So I don't know. You 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 look at Mabito. You want to see good things from him. You hope that we see a few more of those Rapids two guys. Some some more Hanya action. Um, otherwise you're just out there to be an enjoyer of soccer. I think there's no, there's no way to get hyped about the Rapids at this point. They, they killed that. Well, long sailed away. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I want a little, I want, I want to kind of combat that a little bit. There is one last hope for Rapids fans to see something of a team this season. And You're going to say League's Cup. I'm going to say League's we're, Cup. We're all going to look at you with a side eye. I'm like, going to yeah, say right, League's buddy. Cup, okay, because uh, it, 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 if it's it, it, at minimum, or maybe even at most, it's just a uh, a cash grab, right, as they say. A way for, for, for teams to sell to all the, uh, you know, Mexican Liga MX fans with, with domestically in the States, right? However, imagine Rapids beating Toluca. <laughs> would that not would that not get you guys back on the train? Would that not get you a first class invite to the media game on the Rapids uh so that you can sing their praises all on Twitter and 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 keep playing playing along? I'll take no? wins where we can get them, man. You know, that, like <laughs> I, I'm not going to turn down wins, but even if we were to somehow Let, beat Toluca, so let's say Toluca plays either they, the, they're knackered or they play uh a, a rotated team from their starters and we do win that game yeah that's great but are we gonna go on and win that competition with the roster that we have right now? no but at this point toluca is my super bowl okay (laughs) (laughs) that is the only way i can get hyped it's a luca bowl because uh you know unless it's cruz azul or or america or or chivas you know we want that smoke we don't want that smoke (laughs) (laughs) if it's cruz azul that's that's a tough one because that is my childhood boyhood club you know but uh i I still think league's cup could be uh you you know you look at the squad today the injury report half of what it was last week okay rubio questionable finally it's still an upper body and and the team believes that if they don't disclose what it is (laughs) then they'll have a competitive advantage which i don't think he's already out you know (laughs) like if he's out he's out but Beyond that, the Rapids are getting healthy, and and a, a big reason why we have been so bad is not only because of roster building, right? We we've gone on to say that quite a lot, but I think more importantly is the injuries, right? You go down with Jack Price doesn't you know doesn't help. You lose Max to a betting scandal, <laughs> not planned, not doesn't help. No injuries are planned, and that sure as hell is not planned. But Rubio coming back, and I and I think. He might be a big enough percentage for us to propel ourselves into a cup run. I mean, uh, no, <laughs> you guys are laughing immediately. Oh man! But I believe, hey, I believe. You know, we haven't seen Rubio, and I think he is that guy. I think he's he, he, he could be the reason why we haven't been doing too well. You know, we haven't seen him and Galvan on the field at the same time. I love the roller coaster that you manage to get on on all the time. <laughs> You're either way up or way down, <laughs> and sometimes within the same five minutes span. Oh we're yeah, talking 100%. about Salt Lake, yeah, yeah. more than about maybe I, ten hey, minutes ago. I'm only saying this because because that's the last that's the last hurrah. Right, I think you got to temper expectations until we get there, and we'll take them one game at a time. Okay, and, and that's that valid. will ramp up. You know, if if he if if Rubio comes in, scores a brace, and we win a couple of games, you know, early in League's Cup, yeah, I'll start to get excited. But what about in season? Well, yeah, I mean that would be great if he could come on and charge us through the end of the season, so we can avoid the wooden spoon. But no, well, yeah. well, you know, I'm not necessarily for a for a playoff game, but if the Rapids are the hottest team rolling into League's Cup, does that does 
I know that doesn't move many people because it's, of course, the League's Cup. But I don't oh, think there's enough points on the table right now for us to be the hottest team rolling into League's Cup. And that's, that's I mean, a like, month it, away. But in form, in form. Like it, it would be great if we could find some form uh, to find some direction. You know, we talk about uh, you talk about injuries clearing up and Yappy coming back from U20 World Cup. And you know, it's easy. It, the Yappy train was fired up. There was coal in that bad boy early on, yep. and that has tapered off quite a lot. But he hasn't changed. Does it help that we play him out of position? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and we play him as you know every minute we could early in the season because we didn't have any options. But you know, I, if you were high on him three months ago, the fact that he hasn't scored yet, uh, if you're off him now, it's because you don't know ball. Uh, because if you were high on him early in the season, he's the same guy. Yeah. Um, the the skills haven't developed. They haven't. Uh, he hasn't found a way to get on the score sheet or provide yet. The kid is young. Did he score uh, in the World Cup? No, he did not, uh, nor did he provide. But there again, it, again, if you were high on him three months ago, why not? You know, that's that's another thing where he's coming back in. Him and Rubio together could be something that might resemble an attack. Could. Which we have not seen so far. So as you talk about things that you can be excited about or things that could go better in the near future, that pairing, uh, we kind of live or die based on if that pairing can produce. Devin, what are your thoughts? I think that uh, the injuries uh, not being there anymore and everybody coming back, Rubio and Yappi and everything like that, I think I think the best we can hope for is that makes the Rapids like middle of the pack. I don't think that brings us up to the top at all. No. Does middle of the pack points per game even get us to the playoffs at this point? And would I be happy about that? Yes. hundred percent. <laughs> I am I'm yeah. sick and tired of watching the team suck. Yeah. I, so that I think it can make a huge difference. But, uh, yeah, like playoff line, it, 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 level of play. Not actually getting to that line. Yeah, I think we're pretty far like back. That- um, but getting to that point where we're beating those teams that aren't just absolute garbage like Galaxy – yeah, that would, that's where we're looking for. Let's all knock on wood as we talk about injuries clearing up. Everybody, give a little <laughs> knock. Give um, a little knock there. <laughs> yeah, we we got to avoid the injury bug because that's you know that's been a plague. And honestly, I would like to just take away excuses because we talk about injuries when we're this bad. But you know the team wasn't built to sustain those injuries. No, definitely and not. We, and, and we don't even have players in some of the holes that. Even if the players who are injured are there, are we markedly better? Now we get a chance to see that. I worry that if, if you go the whole season, we're not going to see Price this year. No. But as we see Rubio re, you know, reintegrate and start to get hot, hopefully, or you know, play towards his full potential, it eliminates the excuse that we've had so far of, well, we have been injured. Um, because I, I give a lot of passes on results for injury, but when you look at the the play itself has been so bad that it almost yes. it takes away your injury excuse because even with more talent the football you're playing isn't good enough do you know that first I, I don't know if this still remains but rapids led in xg after set pieces right that means when the balls stopped they can hit on a quick counter right do you know who uh conceded the most xg off of set pieces hopefully orlando not not orlando worse it's san jose <laughs> so San Jose. I mean, I mean, I mean. We'll talk about the game real quickly because I, uh, I did. I tweeted online. Hey, the effort was there at least from the Rapids, right? But at the same time, like the strategy, the tactics, the missed penalty, that all counteracts whatever bad referee you may have. I'm starting to wonder if the uh, the goal on the practice pitch is bigger uh, <laughs> than it is actually on the field because uh, we don't have anybody that can shoot it on frame. Yeah, it, it's it, it's 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 starting to be a big kind of issue right now. Who is that on? Is that on the players? Is that on Robin? Is that on the people who put these guys together? I think because at the some players. point. Because at some point, Robin can't take the pen, the PKs, yeah. right? Yeah. But like, also, like Robin, you you keep trying, like we keep trying the same thing. I mean, every week he comes in, he says, "We're working really hard. We're working really hard. We're working really hard." I'm like, 
obviously not, dude. You know what I mean? Or sometimes hard work. If you're, if you're, you know, perfect training makes perfect. Uh, practice doesn't make perfect. Perfect training. You know, right? You have to be doing things the right way, whether or not we are or not. The talent kind of speaks for itself, right? And so it's hard to it's hard now to place the blame because you, you don't want to blame Robin. We I think we've all kind of gone over and and Dev, you can give your intake on Fraser, but. We've kind of said we don't think he's the problem, but at the same time, if you're not able to produce, you're not able to get shots, you're not able to get set pieces against a team that you as you concede just said, set piece XG. Yeah, I don't think that Robin's completely in the clear. So really, I think there's enough blame to go around. The, yeah. the players on the field can't do anything about the fact that they're outgunned, but they could, you know, convert a PK, convert a PK, play yeah. a little bit better. We could be set up possibly a little bit better, but I, there's. All three of the the places to potentially the roster build, the players on the field, and the coaching. Who knows? It's you know, just, it, we can't put it together. I think it's funny because the the Rapids always go about how it's, you know, their star is the team, right? Like there is no star here, right? There's That's not, for sure. It, 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 it's true, <laughs> it, and not only the way they play, but also the way they they and also the way they fail because it's not it, it, it's not where you can point to one person. For the whole, I mean, it's a collective sum of failure this season, right? And so my only hope, and this is why I feel energized about Leagues Cup, is because the you know the Rapids, if if they get healthy enough, if they find a good run of form, they could go in and make an actual effort in Leagues Cup if they wanted to, right? Now it's now it's just getting there and actually fucking doing the damn thing. You know what I mean? Amen. Well, I've got a question for both of you guys, and I, I think this is a fun direction to take it. What do you think we could do in the short term uh, to to improve our fortunes, whatever that may be, whatever that well, looks like? Nothing's off limits. What 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 could you do in the next three months to improve our fortunes? <laughs> well, uh, it is around that time uh, where we get to uh, some transfers. So, uh, I mean, at this point, you got to start looking at your team and assessing. Uh, value assessing assets and trying to cash in on those assets that's what i would do because at this point if i'm the gm i'm pivoting towards a successful 2024 right that means one no injuries to key players right that means making sure that whoever you sign is is someone that is needed in robin's system that fits robin's system and three is a is a, the right guy right whether that's um whether that's someone that's going to be leading us or good to be a role player, you need to make sure that whoever you bring in doesn't fall into the max uh, kind of fate, right? You can't just bring in some random South American kid and not keep him off bet three sixty five. Yeah, is that what you're saying? <laughs> and not nurture and, and protect him and integrate him into into life here, because I mean, Max probably he had a translator from what I heard, but. You know, aside from Lucas Estevez, did he have any other f friends here? Did we ever see him in any videos well, that the, the guy who used to welcome Brazilians, Shinishiki, he's gone. Yeah, so. and in his own hot water. But <laughs> Dad, would, would you? Would yeah, you, interesting. How that works, but that's so. what I, that's what I would do is uh, is is look to the to the window, get rid of some guys because we only have one spot on the roster open. Yeah. Deb, would you agree that transfers and and new faces might be the direction we need to go? Yes. For sure, um, I'd I'd start by assuming that Jack Price never plays again. If you're a GM, as a fan, you can be hopeful that he comes back and we get our captain back, and it's great. But if you're a GM and you see Jack Price's injuries that he's had lately, you should be assuming he'll never touch the pitch again and going and finding that replacement. And if he comes back, great icing on the cake. That's how you should treat that. I think that the back line has been pretty consistently the same people over and over again and we're we get spurts of really good play and then they follow they fall apart other times i think that you should be looking to move someone on that back line abubakar wilson somebody uh just somebody who really needs to fill a fill a spot here this this year um and see if you can make any sort of change and get younger on that back line and then i think again i said it earlier my pet peeve right now this year is Yappy being played out on the wing and then looking <laughs> like he's not even there. He's invisible. Stop doing that. And when you do see him, he looks uh, like a baby deer on you ice. You want him to progress and get better at the things that he needs to do. Quit making him do all kinds of different things. 
get him really good at one or two things. Put him in the right spots. We it, saw Bombito playing at left back. Yeah. I was told that he was a center back. Yeah. We're already moving him out to play wide in a oh. flanking, uh, like a uh, a five-back system, so he's already playing higher than he would like. Yeah. And we're surprised when he gets a red card. You know, I think it's tough when you're trying to develop guys to play him out of and That, out that of red card was kind of fucky, though. Yeah. I, I, by letter of the law, by letter of the law, sure. <laughs> but that yellow that yellow into a red does not get called for any other home team here. I but I kind of lean towards again, uh, and I, I don't know if we've talked about this on the pod so much. But we do complain about the officials a lot. I mean, and I, so the officials may have it in for us, and we might have asked for it. This is, I mean, I, I just want to say because this is the first time I've ever blamed the referee. On one guy. That's a bold face lie. On Bombito. Listeners, this is untrue. No, 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 no. Every, this, this season, this season at least, every, every, I, I've not felt like the referee has ever been against Colorado because I point to the amount of XG that teams produce in our first half of games, right? And, it, and that's not a referee thing. That's a Rapids thing, right? But Bombito getting a second yellow card for what? For like one of the most softest, like by the letter of the law tackles. Studs up over That's, the ball. He's, I don't I mean, know. It's but I, he's I the only guy. He's the only guy that gets my leniency right now because he has looked so good. Right? It's tough. So we talked about. So we, both of you guys mentioned as we talk about transfers, possibly outgoings being as important, possibly more important oh, I mean, than incomings. You have to. So let's talk about some names that actually hold some value where outgoings wouldn't be. Just see you later on a okay mutually part ways. We might actually have some value. So uh, three names for you. Uh, which ones would you be okay with looking at dealing? Which one would you want to definitely hold on to? Those three names where I think a lot of value are still held. Yarborough, Rosenberry, Rubio. Hard to see those names go I mean, because they're such a big part of the team. But if you're talking about outgoings, you have to look at guys that do have value. I said last year I would be okay if Rubio left because you have to sell on highs. As a GM, you have to sell when it's the most opportune moment. And I mean, they should have done it against, I mean, for as much, I mean, it's tough because I say that and then we get upset, you know, weeks later when we're like, why are you selling Acosta? Why are you selling trusty? Right. But I think for, for you to get the most out of your players, especially Rubio. And we said, when's the, can he do this back to back 10 plus goals a season? Right. He hasn't this so far this season, not because of his fault, but because of injuries, right? How much more would the money used to sell Rubio in the offseason have helped massively right now? You know what I mean? We could add three or four more Gersbachs, though. You don't know. <laughs> and that's, that's the counterpoint, too. So, um, you know, for as much as you say, like, you know, the transfers are where, where it's going, it's tough because I don't trust the people making the transfers now. Stuff, yeah. you know, so uh, and it's tough to see guys outgoing that have produced for us so well. Deb, what do you think about those three names? Any of those guys where you'd be like, no, untouchable is order? Would you be okay you with said them going? Yarbrough, Rubio, and, and Rosenberry. 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 Oh, okay. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be too upset if we got rid of any of them. Illich has looked all right. Not not spectacular, but MLS quality, I think. And thirteen um, years younger. Yep. And then Rubio, at this point, like, we might be wasting his prime. <laughs> and also, as, a fan, that, but yeah, I mean, as a fan of the Colorado Rockies, who keeps seeing uh, <laughs> my team, uh, do you, like, hold on to people for too long or get rid of people for nothing or even literally pay for them to leave? I Not think bitter that, Cardinals fans. Yeah, Not bitter. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that... It, that yeah, if you can get something something helpful for Rubio, you do it. Um, and then uh, it, maybe you end up in a situation where uh, poor egg's gone and you have a big war chest for the next guy. <laughs> that's my, uh, that's, not that's my hopeful thing. <laughs> that's not happening. A big I war chest. Happens, hard telling. I mean, that, you know, a chewing gum wrapper and uh, 14 IOUs might be all he gets. Who, who knows? One of these times where I'm at uh, Ball Arena for something else, and maybe I come across Josh, and I remind him that he owns a soccer team. <laughs> yes. And, go, and, and, that, and poor Egg's not really good at his job. And, uh, yeah, maybe we go that way. Poor Egg or Fran Taylor? Because oh, I think we've, another question, I think we've gotten used know. to a point now where the – I mean, 
Porik got renewed last year is the is is the word on the block, right? He didn't get renewed this year. So he got renewed around the same time as Robin did. I don't know why they didn't announce that at the time then. It makes no sense for you to renew because we were so bad that we the, didn't think it was a good time to say we're renewing everybody. But why would you re- why would you announce worse? the renewal of Robin and not Porig? At well, the maybe, same time, maybe to, uh, maybe to calm down interest. I think there might have been interest around Robin last year because he was coming to the end of a contract. Um, but who's got interest in Pork? No one. Why? Did. Why not announce that? So yeah. the thing, the thing for me is, I don't know who is in charge of signing players, whether it's Fran, whether it's Porig. Either way, don't get players like Cabral because he's a you know, like I said, that was not the move I was going to make, and and I've. Has stuck with him, but I think we all know he's kind of damaged goods at this point. I think we addressed Halfway. that situation good when he came in because we said, hey, this is a high-risk, high-reward situation where, yes, he's going to be—we're going to be paying him. I think he's our second or third highest-paid player from our money. I mean, he's a DP. And he's well away from everyone else in the salary. He's the highest-paid player He's a designated player. But we, we aren't paying that full salary, so we're like, well, we're only paying him half, so if it pans out, this looks like a brilliant move. Once again, it just, you know, it doesn't look like it's panning out quite yeah. the way we thought. And I, I would even say that the Zardes experiment last year went better. Well, I would say it it, it it did go better, except for the fact that the Rapids were a crossing team before Zardes came. And then they stopped crossing it into to the striker. They, they would cross into Rubio. And everyone would say, we need someone to cross into a taller guy. That's not Rubio, right? We got that taller guy. And guess who's doing the crossing? Zardes. <laughs> not not anyone to Zardes. We found the same wide positions that Yappi ended up in because we don't really have a great solution to now, get the ball to the Pantalants. Is that player acquisition or coaching? Both. Both. Because you don't. Look, we've talked about, what do we have on the wing? It, we yeah. don't have great elite passers. But it's so, not Yappy on Yappy's not on the wing. Yappy shouldn't go, be on the has, wing. He has to seek the ball, which is is tough because he's not. If he tries to play Come your on, typical guys. front line nine, Let, he's not going to see the rock. Well, clearly the fix is Yappy on the wing, crossing to Barrios. To Barrios. <laughs> Barrios in the middle. Well, what I want to see is we saw how Galvan can set up players like Barrios on a cross. Let's see Galvan set up Yappy. You know, let's see what it's supposed to look like. You know, because if it is, if if it is. Uh, these two young guys going to lead us forward, then you can spend, then I don't need you to get, to get another striker, and then I don't need you to get another left wing if those two are the guys. But And I guess that goes back to our, our original point. What do you want to see from the Rapids in the next few weeks? Give me the youth. Yep. Give me Yappi. Give me uh, Yosuke. Give me uh, uh, Bombido. Give me, uh, did I say Yappi? Galvan. Who else? I mean, Marlon Vargas. Give me Daniel Chacon, the fucking Marcanic? Costa Rican center back who went to the yeah, World where Cup. Where did he go? I don't know. I who mean, did? Marcanic. Uh, I don't know. I, don't I assumed he'd be our starting <laughs> left back this year, and then we signed Gersbach. Gersbach clearly isn't it. We used Bombito last week. Oh, where do you go? I mean, is it? do we go back to Galvan at the left? Can back? we have to take backsies on, on Gersbach? D- no. We've well, already asked for a refund on Twitter. I <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think so. Uh, not even in Franks, my man. <laughs> yeah, no. Not even a, 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 a bag of balls. You might take it. Uh, but, yeah, I think that you kind of hit something that I was kind of leaning towards is what I would like to see for the next few weeks is to see the younger guys. Yeah. We talk about, well, Rapids 2 is fantastic. In my opinion, that means nothing because it, it, what is uh, MLS next? Nothing. It is nothing. <laughs> it, it's kind of an invented... Um, silly it, it's league. A, it's a silly league. Reserve league that doesn't really. When you when you have guys who are performing on loan out at like USL Championship or in USL One, they're going to real professional stadiums where people are paying good money to go to the games against real professionals against adults. See <laughs> some seasoned pros that you know that harden you up. I don't know what MLS Next is, and I so that's the problem. Is maybe it's a great breeding ground for it's awesome academy talent. Teams. It's academy teams. That's it. E- exactly, but we haven't seen great talent come through MLS Next yet, and it's very early. Yeah. But I, my worry is that we're robbing some guys who probably should be seeing real pro minutes at a USL, a high USL level, are now playing at DU for crowds of tens. Are, are yeah. you saying? Are you saying we as a Rapids community or we as MLS? Mostly Rapids because that's what I care about. But in general, I think that a lot of MLS teams, if you're keeping talent that is USL 1 quality or higher in your MLS next team, you're kind of 
you're depriving that player of minutes professionally that will help them develop. You're also depriving local teams. Like when we were loaning players to the switchbacks, that was raising the profile of soccer in Colorado, where now I don't believe that MLS next pro. Yeah, no. Really raises the profile of soccer in Colorado. Yeah. Yeah, they wanted the whole pie. MLS wanted the whole pie. And they always they have. created yeah. MLS next when they should have strengthened the partnership with USL. I agree. It's stupid. I mean, the big thing for me is uh, uh, there, there are other teams who have nurtured that young talent into their 11s. I don't think Robin is that guy to nurture young talent into 11s. Well, and, you know, we, we talk about there being some heat under the seats now. Um, when you have results like this, when you lose two games in a week to your rivals, you, you know, your, your seat, no matter what we like to think about how safe he is because he just signed a new contract, you are not inclined necessarily to say, all right, let's just go ahead and throw caution to the wind and try out this 18-year-old at center mid. You know, it's, right. it makes it a lot, that much more tough. And uh, I think a lot of coaches are inclined then to go with their strongest, go with the seasoned guys, go with the, the vets that they think can get a result on the day. If Robin decides to go youth or we see more youth from Robin, man, that paints a that paints a different picture about what we could have going forward. Yeah. Because that would that would mean that he sees himself with these guys going forward. Hopefully. He has a stake in them developing. I mean I mean you say that about seasoned guys and then I look towards the coach of the year last year, Wilfred Nancy who played a lot of young guys and who motivated young guys to go. Oscar Pereja, another, he was a former Rapids guy. The rap kids from a few years ago were all because he motivated young players to play. I don't it's think Robin does that. Rapids way, play the kids. Yeah, and, and I, I think at this point, uh, a manager or someone that can focus on the youth is is way better than someone that's going to figure out the best tactical plan because right now Robin's tactical plan you don't have the players for it right. you're never going to have the players for it so find a way to motivate Yosuke Hanya find minutes for him find minutes for Galvan find minutes for Yapi find minutes for Ollie Laraz Ollie Laraz Ollie Laraz was a first team player where I, is he gone I don't know how you go get a guy like Danny Leva who have you guys been impressed with Danny Leva? How many goals? How many assists? How many key passes does he Not have? Not at all. I, I, I personally, I think Leva is probably outplaying his midfield competition. I think he's. I agree. Above Preso, but he doesn't I think fit he's here. A better player than Ronan, but at the same time, you're put, you're putting a guy. It's a, it's another situation where is it the players? Is it the system? How how can you really fully blame any of them? You know, we talk about a guy like Mark Anthony Kay who came here and played his absolute worst because he didn't have any partnership in the midfield. How can you ask more of a twenty year old in Leva? Well, he's you know he doesn't have much around him to look good. What I ask for Laraz is the fact that he's from here. Amen. And that's and that's the thing. That's the motivational thing is that we're missing is no. I I don't know if anybody on the club knows what it means to win an RMC, what it means to fight. RSL, what it means to go to DSGP growing up, what it means to do and to be in the academy, right? And That's what it potentially means for young players in the state of Colorado to see that guys from here can reach the the pinnacle of their career, right? Right at right here in Commerce City, because now or at Royal does look like you know, <laughs> you know you're going to move. That your goal is to you know make your name here and then move on but Antwerp is you know they just want to double uh but the profile of that you know if we would have offered Sam a bit more money would, would he necessarily have definitely gone on it would be nice to see the Rapids be a destination for guys from here because you you, know, you have Ethan Horvath who just I call uh, it a produced call it and never yeah. never touched Right, a rapids a rapids kit, you know, and and Bassett felt he needed to move on to ex extend his, you know, to to further his career, and now he's back, and I hope that we can kind of put our arms around him a little bit because I think that you're right, it is huge to see a local guy, at least a local guy, and hopefully multiple coming up through that are are really. You know, Colorado products, because um, it's easier. It's also easier to get us in C38 on your side when you have guys that are local. We're, we're, we're more inclined to cheer for that guy than some guy that you brought in from the French fourth division. Or a guy from fucking Seattle. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> he's there. Yeah, he's going to go back to Seattle. And he's going to go yeah. back. Uh, but let's uh, before we wrap up, uh, we do have a transfer window. Uh, one position of need. Uh, from everyone here, and who do you sacrifice on the team for that player? 
for that position. Now the only rule is if 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 I say Leva, you can't then sacrifice Leva. So Easy, I got. We're one. all putting three names on the trading block and three different positions of need. I mean, I think DNVR did a, a transfer uh, podcast. I I saw it on the way here, but I haven't listened to it. I'm not going to put you guys on the spot because th- I <laughs> There's think... There's so many names in the world. <laughs> that is a lot of names, and I think we should do that uh, the next pod. But uh, give me a position of need and who you sacrifice for it. Jared. GM, you sacrifice Fran Taylor. <laughs> okay. Uh, Devin? <laughs> on the oh. field, preferably? <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'll come back around. Oh, that's rough. I don't know. I don't know if these correlate. That's my problem. My first name that comes to mind is I would like to trade a Bubakar. Okay, sacrifice uh, a Bubakar. You get you get a Bubakar money. Who do you who do you what do you bring in? I don't know. You add it to some other game you have under the couch to go find a wing who can actually a winger. Okay, who can who can play out there? Like, and we got, don't need to be playing play. four, three four center backs a game. So that, yeah. that's not all a bad we have, idea. All we have playing at the wing are people who are extremely inconsistent. They will have a flash here or there, Lewis. Barrios, Nicholson, Nicholson, you'll be like, oh, they, they might have something. And then they go three games and they don't give you anything. Yeah. That's what I would like. They Monte Morris consistently <laughs> put the ball in the box so that we can watch Rubio and Yappy actually score some goals. That's what I want. Put it in the mixer. Nice. So me personally, I think I'm, I'm good with sacrificing a, uh, a, one of the fullbacks. Cause you have Mark you have, Betashore, you have Nicholson, you have Galvan, you have Rosenberry. I'd say the only one there that has actual value, if we if he goes to an MLS team, now all those guys could have some value to some club right. somewhere, but MLS value is Rosenberry. But I'm not. That's it. But that's not who I'm sacrificing. <laughs> well, you don't want to, right? But if you if you want to sacrifice in that position in order to strengthen, yeah, yeah, yeah. You do I have to it. think about what you can get out of it, which is tough. I and and I, and I think I would want to sacrifice. Nicholson, but he could. I mean, I think that's who I would sacrifice is Nicholson, because uh, I know he could play two. I know he's a, he can play both sides, but uh, I would sacrifice him. Yeah, I'd be willing to do that too for a CDM, a six. I think we need. I, I I really wanted it to be Ralph Prizo to be the six that you know is kind of a Tyler Adams type player that is just on your fucking ass, right? And he's proven in sports he can win the ball back, but once he's got it, he is not, you know, he's not most quality. So I think I think he's got all the dog in the world, just no finesse, no technique. I think you need a six, uh, like Carlos Grezo for for San Jose, uh, like Cerillo, uh, like uh, Gregory for Inter Miami, speaking on them. Like you need a you need a guy and Jack Price, you know, for all his passing ability. Uh, in his early days in Burgundy, he put in a tackle. I haven't seen him put in a real fucking tackle, right? That's because so. his legs held on by duct tape and a rope. <laughs> but so yeah, I no, think you need, you need a destroyer. You need a destroyer in the midfield. You need a badass a motherfucker. There, and there's been some guys with not a ton of talent who have excelled in that role for the Rapids. I'm thinking uh, Cronin and Azira. Cronin and Azira. Uh, yeah. Jared Watts looked good in that role for a while. You're not, yeah. not going to so, talk about Enzo? Come on. Yeah. <sighs> Well, I mean, Enzo was always a short-lived. Uh, <laughs> That's a joke, everybody. <laughs> I mean, I mean, even in spurts when Danny Wilson played there, it didn't look too bad because I think the biggest thing about our, about him is he's slow, right? So if if a if someone gets past him on the back line, we're fucked. If someone gets past him in the midfield, you have a Bubakar and Maxo right there. You know? I love that. I, I think competence and solidity are two things that this team desperately needs. And so we talk about building for the future, and I have a hard time seeing us being able to develop guys for the future. So instead of worrying about future, let's bring in guys to do a job now, and then we'll worry about decorating a, a strong team with prospects when we're able to be competent. So we in other words, we're rebuilding. <laughs> if if we're not, boy oh boy, you yeah. know, like it, this is the tough part. And we talk about names like you know, I threw out the names of of Yarbrough, Rosenberry, Rubio as guys that could potentially go. And I, I, you know, we talk about we may be okay with any or all of them going. The fact that none of that, that we're not jumping up and down and going at least one of those guys. Those are the stars. Those are the guys who have put in the work and been there week in week out. We're not dying to keep them. 
what I mean, I if mean, we're not speak for yourself, what are man. Doing? I will kill for Rubio. <laughs> I know you kill for him, but if somebody offered you seven million dollars, take it. Yeah, you take, take it. it. Yeah, you're you taking it. it. So, it's business because at the end of the day, it's just a business. Um and and that's how sports always is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, yep. it is how it know, is. It, uh, hopefully, business will be good uh, for the Rapids as we go forward, looking at trying to get more towards that points per game that resembles a playoff team. Um, and we've got a chance to do that Saturday night against Orlando and a 5.30 game, so some of you old heads can actually stay up for the second half this time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Orlando sucks at home. Uh, they have bad road result. They have a bad home result. Uh, speaking of someone who bets Orlando at plus money at home, they cannot take care of it. I think a draw can very well happen. A one, one, two, two draw. And that is my most optimistic take. <laughs> well, if you're optimistic enough to think that we can score two goals in a two, two draw, then you I mean, well, think that well, we well here's the thing. Accidentally win well, two one. If you look at the metrics, and and I know it's you know I get I get hounded for for being an XG kind of. Savant, XG Merchant, but on the road, the Rapids play a little chaotic, right? They play a lot more kind of, you know, balls to the wall than they do at home. At home, they, they want to, you know, they haven't won at home, so they try to secure a win and then get fucked. And you can almost feel the pressure building week on week at this point. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can probably cut it with a knife, you know, but I, I think 1-1 one, one for this one. Uh, Devin, what do you think? I think that's good. I like 1-1, one, one, too. I'm going to stick with that. It's going to be Orlando scores early, and then the Rapids score at the end to off salvage a tie. Off a deflection. Off a deflection. that's what they do. Yeah. I mean, at this point, we've seen the Rapids enough. We're, we know who they are, mm-hmm. and that's what they are. You talked about the chaos on the road, and I think that is the why, is why they keep pulling out these goals at the last possible minute to say it, to salvage a draw. Same thing. That's what I think happens. Yeah. I'm I'm hoping desperation carries us a little bit. You know, I'm not high on our prospects of being able to play a great game, but I've seen it on the road. We score miracle goals. Like people, we we are we are desperate enough that people get a little wacky around the box, and we can score some goals we might not deserve. Uh, I'm hoping for a win, boys, like always. But uh, I think it's going to be very tough to come by. And I don't think a win. I mean, you say it's tough, but I've seen Orlando. They play very. Uh, like malaise of footy, right? They kind of go through the motions after leading, so uh, that's just what they do at home. That's 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 they they drop points at home. That is their biggest blight so far in the season. If they get it right, this is this is the chance for them to get it right against us, right? It's hey, fellas, we haven't won at home. Let's fucking crush the Rapids. But We've been a it's right never that easy, people, and so hopefully. Hopefully you, you you charge yourself up on that. You say, you know what? We're not going to let them find form against us tonight. We hope that would happen against Salt Lake. Damn it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. And and hopefully the Rapids can find some form. And hopefully Yappy comes back in, scores a goal. We can uh, Rubio know, comes back in, up. scores a goal. Rubio How about that? A goal. We win 2-1. <laughs> Let's go. Nah, yeah. I, uh, I don't think and, that's far off, to be honest. Right. And we, we, don't want, uh, we don't want Orlando mounting a case that they're like a, a formidable team in Florida or anything. Given <laughs> all the recent news, we need to steal as much of the thunder from that part of the country yeah, as possible. Away, take away Orlando's shine. <laughs> How the fuck do we play Orlando? Orlando, but not inner Miami. <laughs> yeah, ask Donnie boy. <laughs> That's gonna be it uh, from us here at the C38 podcast. Jared, where can they find you? You can find me at Jared underscore Geisler. You can also probably not find me at the park as the baby is coming, ladies and gentlemen. So if I miss a couple of pods, I apologize. I miss you all dearly when that occurs, and uh, I'll I will see you when I see it. Uh, you can find me at Warners seven one five at C thirty eight SG. Devin, where can they find you? Uh, you'll find me behind the grill at the tailgates. Whoop, whoop. You'll find me at uh, at the underscore dev machine on socials and at all of the Nuggets games and watch parties and probably on uh, ho- or hopefully on Sixteenth uh, Street causing all kinds of mayhem. When oh yes, at championship. Yeah, go Nugs. Leading the parade and ladies and gentlemen, once again, I just want to announce thirty three thousand six hundred and county. Yes, dogs on the grill because that's what's, that's what's important now for me at least is Amen. keeping his. His his, uh, his DPG dogs per game up. <laughs> so uh, uh, yeah, that's gonna be it from us, guys. Have a great rest of your week. We'll see you when we see ya. Go Rapids. Claw yourself out of this shit, and we'll see ya when we see ya. Bye bye. Let's go, Pete.